Now, the final conversation this evening is, as would happen at this time on SAFM Viewpoint, Community Builder, and this evening we are celebrating the work of Ms. Piwe Tinjana, founder of Youth Agenda South Africa, that is YASA. YASA aspires to be the industry leader in ethical organizational governance as prescribed by the Nonprofit Organizations Act. This will create a culture of reliability and accountability at an organizational level, board level, and employee level. And I think this certainly does dovetail with the conversations that were taking place in the first hour this evening. Piwe, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I'm fine. How are you guys in Joburg? We are Very fine. You really should be here. You really should be here. Are you saying it's cold? Where are you? I'm in KZN, uh, Pochepstin. Cold in KZN. What does that mean? It's never cold. It unseasonably cold. I've lived here most of my life. It is unseasonably cold this year. It's this new phenomenon that has come upon us. Okay, well, let, let, let's leave that for a moment. Story for another day. But I think first and foremost, you are our community builder this evening that we wish to celebrate. So thank you. I'm not going to say congratulations. I'm going to say thank you because <laughs> you, you, you are doing good work. And particularly in the light of the conversation we had in the first hour, where you really look to create a culture of reliability and accountability at an organizational level, board level, as well as at an employee level, something which is probably not said often enough. We often look to leadership in titles for organizational development and leadership, whereas really each and every single individual should be counted and should lead. Tell us about the work of YASA. That's the Youth Agenda South Africa. Okay, so in a nutshell, I wonder if I can do it in a nutshell. So, okay, YASA is basically a um, an NPO that was founded, uh, and it's got three pillars. Uh, it's got an entrepreneurship and skills development, and the motivation behind that is because both myself um, and the deputy chairperson looked at the situation of unemployment in South Africa, and we felt that we were compelled to do something, especially coming from the area of Mount Elif, which has got a dire situation in terms of unemployment. So we looked and said, what can we do in order to improve our communities where we were born? We now live in separate, um, I mean, in different areas. So we then said, okay, let's start with entrepreneurship and skills development, specifically looking at retail because that's my background. Um, And then she was like, yes, I'm in it, I'm for it, let's do it. And then she said, because she's also very passionate about um, social programs. So she said, can we include just one social program? And I said, yeah, tell me about it. And she said, well, there's a high increase in gender-based violence in the Mount Ellis region. So if we could just maybe tackle that as well and and include it in uh, in one of our pillars. So obviously I agreed to it. So then we had two pillars, which was entrepreneurship and skills development, and then obviously looking at one social program at that particular time. We've now expanded to others. And then uh, my passion, which is also philanthropy, um, which we termed um, Scheme One One Love Movement, which is basically termed after my friends in Cape Town, we call each other Scheme. So I was like, let's spread One Love Movement and call it Scheme One Love Movement. So it's a philanthropy um, pillar of of the NPO. And what it does, it basically looks at what programs can you run in the community to solve immediate issues at that particular time. So more like donation programs as opposed to um, running programs per se. 
So that's what we did. Um, we've got three pillars. It's entrepreneurship, skill development, and then it is social programs, which has got gender-based violence awareness. It's got um, early pregnancy, teenage early pregnancy, and then the negative effects of it. And then it obviously it's got drug abuse, alcohol abuse, and alcohol abuse awareness. And then it has got um, the last um, pillar, which is uh, philanthropy. And that's under the scheme and movement. Let's talk so about... that is, yeah. yeah no, sorry. so sorry, sorry, sorry for cutting you. I, I just really wanted to engage how you've also predicated your programs, your work, and the establishment really around the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development and how you have infused that in the work of Yasa being the Youth Agenda South Africa. Tell us more about that because this is not something one sees on the everyday with organizations. Okay, so I'm a systems person, so I don't like to do things in silos, so I like things to speak to each other. So I looked, well, I'm a love research. So I was uh, watching, the like everyone else, I was watching the, um, what is it, the Global uh, Festival, um, and then I was like, okay, so there's UN development, uh, UN development of goals. And then I looked at what is currently happening in, uh, uh, locally, I mean, government-wise. So I, I knew about the National Development Plan, and obviously it filters down to mm-hmm. the youth policy, and then it filters down, obviously, to the Integrated Development Plan, which is at municipal level. So if I integrate, integrate, uh, what's the English word for it, like combined all of those to then make a um, a policy for the organization that will address all those issues, I figured that Number one, it would be easier for me to get funding, not just locally, but also internationally. And also it will help solve problems both at an international level, also at a national level, but also at a municipal level, and also inform the policies of the uh, organization. So everything is speaking to each other. Let's talk about the fact that you pride yourself on sustainability and that's essentially where your entry point is, that YASA will be the industry benchmark on creating sustainable processes within the organization, which will have a domino effect on recipients of the program's practice and rather practice sustainable business practices that ultimately benefit the family, the immediate community, and eventually South Africa. I think when you talk about local government, I think that's always the challenge in South Africa, that certain systems that should work for the benefit of society simply do not work. And when you talk about municipal governance level, that's where really the interface with our democracy lies because that's where we live. That's where our rights should be doing the work of giving us communities that we can all own and be proud of. And oftentimes that is not the case. How have you found your work in local government to be received and what can you talk about the impact it has already in the short time? I think for me, number one, the reason why I'm so passionate about sustainability is because it always rings in my mind that give a man fish and then they eat for a day. But teach a man how to fish and they'll eat for a lifetime. Well, I'm sure I'm so happy I you got know. that right, unlike another politician. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> so um, it, it's always informed everything I do, even um, like my life in general. So um, it's one of the things I try and 
drum into my organization to say, in whatever you do, make sure that you leave an impact and it's a, it's a lasting impact. We're not going to go back to that community again and have to reintroduce or redo the same thing. They should just call us and say, we are having an issue implementing here. Can you just come and assist us for a month, for, for two months? And we go in and we sort that problem out and we walk away. Because as well, I mean, as you might know, um, we have uh, constraints in terms of uh, financial resources and even human resources for that matter. Sure. So we try and create an environment where we go in and implement the project. We stay maybe for six months, and hold them, um, mentor them, and then leave them to actually work on it. And only just check in and monitor to make sure that whatever it is that we were um, in, in what that we were um, introducing is still working and everything is according to that. And obviously there are systems and processes in place that we also have put in place to ensure that we monitor and people feedback to us to give us progress that everything is still working according to how we have left it. So this is the reason why I'm very passionate about sustainability. Um, from that aspect, from a, a, a um, process and procedure aspect, and also, um, if you look at how government, uh, and I'm sorry to say this, but if you look at how government in South Africa has always approached things of NGOs and NPOs and um, civil organizations, it's always been a handout. Like typical right now, the 350 rand, which now they've had to pull back for whatever reasons they're pulling it back for. And now the people that used to be recipients of those 350 that are not going to be recipients anymore, are basically going to be left hungry and destitute. So can you imagine if they had introduced an intervention that would, I'm not saying 350 rand is sufficient because it definitely isn't, but at least it gave them an opportunity, those people that were beneficiaries, it gave them an opportunity to do something sustainable with the 350 rand. Mm -hmm. Those people wouldn't have to go back to government and say, we are begging for the 350, which you now can no longer give us because you don't have the budget for it anymore. So that's the other thing that I feel like government needs to try and sort out. I don't know how. Maybe they can call me and I can give them ideas. On another day, we'll certainly engage how government shall do that, but we can certainly have the podcast available for them to listen to you and whether or not they will take you up is a story for another day. But for now, ours is to congratulate you and only wish you well on the work that you do, Ms. Piwem Tinjana, founder of Youth Agenda <laughs> South Africa. Thank you so much for joining us on SAFM.